now it's the show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Look at the power of this John Moltz says it's the show, therefore the show it is. And may I also say that Elon Musk is a chump. <laughs> that is strangely not as strong wording as I thought you would use. <laughs> <laughs> A chump and a chip, except that that's yeah, Sully's that's, the good name of chimps. Exactly, exactly. I would not say such. I would not lump him in with our fine cousins. <laughs> our fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a few Why minutes. Why are you just posting this on Congratulate chimps. <laughs> this, is a, this is a chimp appreciation show now. Sure. I uh yeah no yeah. so I guess I guess we're starting there even though there's much more exciting things it's true about, yeah but, but I, uh, let's I, get it off it the was plate. there was it was on the top of my mind because of, I don't know I don't I don't know why <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can't so get it off if if you haven't been paying attention yeah uh, Twitter uh, quietly silently shut down uh, many apps that use the Twitter API including popular ones like Tweetbot and Twitterific and said nothing for days and days Tweetbot eventually did a little experiment where they're like hey what happens if we just swap out our API key well they shut that one down too and the answer was yes within about an hour and or a couple hours i should say and then um today as we record which is january 17th uh the twitter dev account posted yeah we shut down some uh api abusers for breaking the api rules oh, but man, didn't specify what oh, it was God, like today me so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what and a listen, jerk it makes no sense for twitter to support those apps it makes like unless or until they force those apps to display twitter sold ads yeah. uh, which they've never done like those apps only cost twitter money i get that for sure but there's a shitty way to do things and a not shitty way to do things. You'll never guess which one Elon went with. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That tweet was going around about how, like, uh, you know, act with the confidence of Twitter announcing, you know, sending yeah. this email about its API. Uh -huh. And part of me is like, you think that's how Elon found out? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second. We, we have an API that serves up our timeline with no ads yeah. and, and not uh -huh. algorithmically? Shut that shit down right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's yeah. probably what happened. Yeah, I, I think it's entirely plausible. And it is, I, I don't even want to say disappointing because that's a, like, I'm, I'm not surprised. I think as soon no. as, as no, soon I mean, as we I saw we, the direction know, I mean, people, was going, people the writing were, was on the wall. We say, yeah. And people said this, like, he probably doesn't know about it yet, but when he does, he's going to shut it down immediately. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, you know, certainly. It's amazing that Twitter does as well as it does overall with its incredibly shitty app and web experience. <laughs> well, I, and people, so many people used to just not know. Like, I would have people all the time who complained about, like, oh, God, I hate this. Like, I can't find any of the tweets from my, like, the people I follow. And yeah. And like, yeah, go, go spend four bucks or five bucks or whatever, ten bucks even. It's, it's worth the price of admission, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things that also reminded me was that back in the day, I think, because uh, Craig Hockenberry linked to the post for the first Twitterific 1.0, um that was a free app um and i think it wasn't until like eventually people started charging and it wasn't until much later i think the charges went up a lot because twitter tried to do a thing where they were like charging people per user on the api and so i think they had to recoup some of their expenditures at that point so twitter clients got expensive and it got a harder like thing to try and sell somebody on it because yeah. they'd be like oh what fifteen dollars a year and you're like come on how much time do you spend on twitter it's worth it Right. Um, but yeah, I, at the same time, it is, uh, really shitty for the people who have businesses that rely on that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should I remove yeah. Tweetbot from my docs now? I guess I should. 
You might. Why? why? I don't know. Dan, it doesn't well, work I, anymore. Nostalgia. <laughs> I, 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 is Dan's, is Dan's doc just like full of apps that don't work? Like, yeah. are they, is it question marks all the way down? Oh, yeah. This version of Eudora. Do you still have Watson on there? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Dragging it live on the air. <laughs> Goodbye, Tweetbot. Oh, me little robot bird. I love you. Goodbye. It's too bad we can't hear the swoosh. swoosh. I am. Um, so interestingly, when I deleted it from my iPad, uh, starting a couple, you know, when when I moved to Mastodon, you know, in earnest, but before I had fully abandoned Twitter, I moved Tweetbot from my dock just to my home screen. Is Mastodon and in earnest that, the the, uh, the particular it's, instance? It's an earnest ghost instance that you're on? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's for fans so of the earnest it's Borgnine, <laughs> Borgnine.io, and I uh, when I dragged it out, I suddenly had two Tweetbot icons on my iPad's home screen, not next to each other. Um, one in one place, one in another place. And it wasn't like one was a beta or one was an old version. It was two identical. Um, and when I deleted it, I was very curious what would happen, but I deleted one and they both vanished. So that was a fun little thing too. Hmm. So interesting. interesting. You made a shortcut. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace. I, yeah, when I started, um, switching to Mastodon, I basically, I think when ivory, I got in the ivory beta, I swapped that to where Tweetbot had been on my home screen to, to prevent yeah. myself from doing the yep. like muscle memory. And I mm-hmm. moved Tweetbot to my second screen, but now I guess I can <clears throat> free up that room there. Exactly. You I'm back to using 23 megabytes. Or <laughs> yeah. I'm back to using Mastodon on my desktop as a stopgap but man, oh really i really would like yeah, to get i'm still using the website and i'm using mammoth the uh, ios beta which now does not crash when you try to post which is great but it's still kind of crashy but you're using mammoth on your mac yep interesting somebody somebody suggested it's what okay was it's, uh, it's yeah, not that's what that's what everybody, that's that's the best thing that you can say i mean about like i said it mac previously apps. crashed whenever you hit send on a post and that was a real problem but now it doesn't do yeah. that it just crashes randomly at other times but it's i mean it's a beta what are you gonna do right uh, what oh, am i elk. gonna do elk was the one that, that was that's that, a uh, web thing though still right it's a web view, right? Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's a single app. site browser thing. And I and I, I so I was like, okay, I'll try it. I downloaded it, and then I was like, okay, well, I want it to be all the way on the right side of my screen. And I tried to drag the window, and it would not move. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. yeah. So it seems weird too because it doesn't. I mean, I haven't haven't built a Mastodon app, but I looked at the API. It seems like if you were a good Mac app developer, like yeah. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> like, why did you throw a lot of people under the bus there? Like, it doesn't seem like it's that hard. <laughs> No, not like podcasting. <laughs> yeah. This is the hard stuff right here. You know how hard it is to bullshit with you guys for an oh hour? Oh, my God. It's like 45 minutes. I feel for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a screenshot last week uh, of um, uh, Ivory running on the Mac. So it's uh, it's in active development. Just yeah. not available. Right. Not it. Uh, and I guess they said they're trying to get it into the App Store, the iOS version available for some people because of you know i assume because also they need the revenue now because they don't have well yeah tweetbot uh right. yeah i mean a lot I of them imagine. a lot of them were set to to renew, to renew. shortly yeah. right because yeah. i think it came right. out about and so this time I'm, I'm wondering if they will formally shut down those renewals yeah, before they go in i think i think i think he said something about doing I, that i yeah. think they would have to it would be yeah. pretty yeah. i think they right. would be in serious trouble if they took a lot of money from people right. <laughs> mm-hmm Right, and like I also think they just—I'm I'm sure they're already in customer support hell uh, through no fault of their own, right. and that would make it much worse as people were writing to them for refunds and they yeah. had to direct them over and over again to Apple. Oh yeah, that—that that like, is yeah. a fun uh, triangle there where it's Tapbots, Apple, and Twitter trying to sort this all out. <laughs> I would not want to be in the yeah. middle of that. No, 
Anyway. Well, but just the bullshit of saying you're enforcing longstanding so API stupid. rules that don't oh, exist. God. There were some, I saw Manton Reese had a blog post uh, over on micro.blog about this. And like, there was a thing for a while. I remember when they were like, oh, you can't have more than a hundred thousand users or something like that. Um, except then they kind of just like looked the other way for the apps that were out there. Cause everybody was like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> so I have no idea if they're claiming now that that was the rule, but like you said, they don't spell it out. They don't even point to that. Maybe if that's the rule that they're claiming. I think they could at least say like, well, we decided no longer to allow the waiver for those apps because there are smaller clients that are still functioning, which yeah. is the, yep. the stupid part. Um, so, I mean, it's all the stupid part. Let's be clear. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, Elon Musk continues Dance, to Elon well, Musk. Dance question question marks all the way down. This is stupid parts all the way down. <laughs> Once there's a, a desktop client that you really like for Mastodon, what Mac will you install it on? See what I did there, Dan? I teed you up. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about Macs? Yeah, let's hey, talk about Macs. there's some new Macs out there's there. There's new Macs out today. Yeah, I... Um, today, as we record. I have not... I know, I know this is going to come up later in the show, but we'll say I have not yet ordered a new Mac Mini. Because oh, wow. I'm, I, I'm, I'm like waffling between like, do I, you know... Do I go all the way and like spend the for the highest configuration I want, or do I like do I skimp on something? I don't know. Like I'm I'm budget I'm feeling budget conscious about it because it's not cheap, right? Like you know the 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 M2 Pro version starts well, at like thirteen hundred yeah. bucks. Which if you is get the fine. top of the line, it's not going to be cheap. That is true. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, first of all, I'm not going to get an M2 version. I'm going to get an M2 Pro. I'm getting an M2 Pro. That's how it's going. I want the one with the four ports on the four USB C. <laughs> it's ports. not cheap because you're fancy. That's why. Well, yeah, I am fancy, and I deserve it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's the year of Dan on 2023. It's the year of Dan. Well, uh, living my best life. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But then I was like, oh, do I need, do I really need a terabyte of storage? Do I need the 32 gigabytes of RAM? Like, oh, God, I always, I still am in that zone of like, I always want to pay for as much RAM as I can get, even though I know the whole unified memory architecture thing works differently. But I feel weird. Yeah. I'm like, I should buy all the RAM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say, as as you know, when I bought my current MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. which I still, I'm sorry, MacBook Air, which I still love, my MacBook Air M2, yeah. I decided to get what maybe, I, I'm assuming it was the max that I could get for a MacBook Air, which was 24 gigabytes of RAM. And man, no regrets. See, I don't know how much less I could have had and had it still be as performant as it is. But like, I did have to force myself to restart the computer because I never do because it just runs beautifully and it like never, nothing ever goes slow. It's incredible. So I'm, I'm supportive, Dan. Max that shit out. All right. Okay. YOLO. All right. That's, you only live one Mac mini. Uh, I live my life one Mac mini at a <laughs> time. Is, I think, yeah. I think you've, you've had eight Mac mini lives, Dan. Oh, it's true. I have had a lot of Mac minis. <laughs> this is, this is uh, your nine. I hope this time will be different. Yeah. <laughs> this time for sure. Dan, when you, when you write Mac mini, yeah. do you capitalize the M and mini? Ooh. I don't remember. Now, I'm I, not asking does Apple. I'm asking No, no, you. but now I'm trying to think. Like, I try to follow. What's house, what's house style at uh, six I, colors? Well, that's the thing is I try to follow Apple style, but my feeling right. is I don't capitalize it. Yeah, I don't either. That's Apple style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they named autocorrect it, you know. corrects it. Like if you write Mac Mini oh, yeah, capital, well, it'll lowercase that yeah, for the you. The only thing autocorrect works well for is Apple's brand names for shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit works every time. Everything else, not so much. Um, Apple's brand names for shit. Mm. The iPoo. <laughs> oh, Lex. No, let's not go there. We're gonna we're gonna get reviews, Lex. Come on, <laughs> good ones. <laughs> uh, 
So we've got new Mac Minis, which is uh, nice. There's also upgrades to the 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pros. Those seem a little bit more modest. I mean, it's the what everybody expects. It's the M2 Pro and the M2 Max. And then I guess they, you know, the capabilities of those. I loved, uh, I think it was Dan Seifert, Seifert, I don't know how to pronounce the name, from The Verge, who pointed out on Mastodon, ah, not Twitter, that um, Apple quoted 20% increases of the M2 Pro over the M1 Pro. But also, it has twenty percent more cores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Which not, is like a hmm, not necessarily uh, faster, just hmm. just bigger. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, it seems like the. I wonder if if Apple is not having a challenge with the fact that they like. To your point, Lex, about the the M2 Air never seeming to break a sweat. Like, yeah. is there a challenge with like having too much? like you know headroom or lack of headroom i don't know their their base products are too good is what i'm saying like they're <laughs> they're too like fast and too powerful yeah. and the question is does anybody need something More that's that. that much higher and the answer is yeah a small chunk of people but it seems like there's a disproportionate amount of product devoted yeah to it does seem like the lineup is, is squeezed a little bit and it's it's weird trying to figure out the differentiation between well, and that's, I think, why there's been so many rumors that Apple's working on, say, like a 15-inch MacBook Air, right? Because, like, that's the thing you can point to and be like, do you want a bigger screen? And people are like, oh, bigger screen. I understand that. But if you yeah, say, right. like, this one is 20% faster, they're like, does, what, do, I, do I need that? Yeah, like, how much, yeah, how much is... <laughs> what is 20%? I, I think 20% Apple should, what does 20% yeah. translate to... Yeah. I feel like Apple should be focusing on slower computers, mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is the argument I'm hearing. Yeah. Bigger, heavier, and slower. Uh, the Mac Pro, <laughs> yeah. everybody. How about an, how about an M.5? I think I could This go, is I not could, the best Mac we've ever made. An, <laughs> <laughs> we're saving An that. M.5 is, it seems like it's good for me. That's fast enough. <laughs> That's true. Whoa, John, slow down. Don't, uh... I'm, not fa- I'm not fancy like Dan. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just speaking to you from an unfinished basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> With several computers that are probably older than some, some people yeah. who've listened to this podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious about whether this means in the future, like with Apple Silicon, now the performance is so good, do they have to figure out other things? And in some ways, it's like almost stupid things. Like the one of the few things that I was looking at the Mac Mini for, and then versus, say, like the Mac Studio, I was like, yeah, you know what's great about the Mac Studio? It's got fucking ports on the front of it. It's like, that's the differentiator. It's like, oh, do I pay another $200 to have ports on the front of my computer? It's like, this is the world we live in now. So, yeah, and the, the, yeah. the high end has extra Thunderbolt ports, right? Yes, that's the uh, one of the reasons uh, yeah. I want that, because two is a little slim. Um, but I like the idea of... <laughs> and weirdly, weirdly, the box is slightly bigger. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 0.05 inches bigger in each direction, which is weird. Like I thought that was very strange. Because I mean, you had to they had to remachine that, right? Like yeah, they can't exactly. run that off the same right, process. Right, right. Like they're gonna change they're gonna change everything in order to do that. That's that very ex- weird. Seems but... expensive and unnecessary. Yeah. But I guess well, you had I to guess it's not. Right? <laughs> I... Expensive and unnecessary. The Apple problem. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine being the person in that product design meeting is like, well, we can make this better, but we're gonna make it just like just a small amount bigger. And they're like oh. <laughs> Listen, if Tim Cook signed off, then I'm sure it was the right decision. I mean, I well, guess he knows what he's doing. I'm saying that, I'm, I'm, that's not a joke. Like I'm saying, he if it wasn't efficient enough to do and do profitably, then he wouldn't that's approve true. it. You know yeah. that guy. That's true. The uh, the I mean, Mac I, don't, I, mean I don't know that guy. But. 
the MacBook Pro, by comparison, I think is like 0. 0.01 inches thinner. <laughs> It's also like, all right. Is it really? Yeah. It's like went from 0.61 inches to 0.60, I think. And weirdly enough, the Max, the M2 Max version is heavier. Because I guess there's, I guess more more cooling? Like, is there just like maybe a beefier fan that's like slightly heavier? Very weird. Could be. And so, Dan, what's your, I know that you're a big Mac Mini fan, a big Mac Mini Dan. I'm a big Um, fan of small computers, Lex. And so, what's your... What's your, what's your plan? I guess is the question. Like, do you do some stuff on the laptop and some stuff on well, the mini? That's and like, always how do you decide what I what's that used workflow? to do. I mean, like the the downside to having my MacBook Air as my desktop machine is just a. I don't think the setup's particularly good. Like, lo- I'm looking at it now, and there's just a mess of cables everywhere. It's not particularly neat because I need to have stuff accessible so I can like unplug the MacBook and take it with me if I need a yeah. laptop. And also just, I liked having a computer, a Mac specifically, that I could use other places around the house. And I can still do that, but then like, I don't have the computer running upstairs. I don't know. I, I've, I've always, I've been comfortable with my multi-Mac lifestyle for some time when I had an iMac and a MacBook Air. And so I will probably do, you know, most of my work stuff on the desktop. So, you know, audio yeah, editing and recording. Day, day Mac and a night Mac. That's right. It's Day, day Mac and Night Mac. Uh, which is also seems like a like a 1980s cop movie. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a vampire. I'm Nightmare. Or oh, no, a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Oh, Nightmare's the werewolf. Daymac. Nightmac is the werewolf. Daymac is. Or is Daymac the werewolf because at night he's a werewolf <laughs> and Nightwolf Nightmac is the vampire because he can't go out during the day. <laughs> okay, we gotta work. We gotta work this. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take this offline. Okay. There's even more, even more of this if you upgrade to Rebound Prime. <laughs> we got a full. We got like <laughs> we'll, three we'll solve this season. problem. We'll we, solve this problem in the bonus episode. Yeah, we, we got a three season plot bible that we're gonna roll out for you in the bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> it follows up on Time Travel Dad. Time Travel Dad. It's right behind oh, yeah. it. It aired right after oh, yes. it. Oh man. I, I also. I mean, th- so Apple announced these releases with three press releases. And one was simply celebrating the launch of M2 Pro and M2 Max. Possibly as too, too many. Meaning that we're doubling down on M2 Pro or, or Pro and Max as the layers of chips, which is just layers to me. Then one for the mini and then one for the, the Pro. Apple, listen, there's some very uh, well-known and, and rightly beloved people in the Apple press community who write a whole lot sometimes <laughs> when I'm like, I'd be happy to read less. I feel the same way about Apple's <laughs> press releases. Like... <laughs> They, they seem to feel like oh they have to be this long like they have to be this much scrolling required and it's just funny to me like how much they can babble and then they had like a fake mini keynote video did you guys watch, I did the, watch keynote the keynote video? video i did yeah yeah it was i watched it on 2x some, some new people I, who i don't think i'd seen before it was funny when they threw to tim but it, it wasn't, wasn't that exactly. i was like wait yeah. tim has to live in no the basement well, now like, yeah yeah like they weren't going to introduce tim right in the middle right <laughs> good yeah. morning i'm stuck in the chip lab <laughs> Please let I me don't out. know how to get out of here. My badge doesn't also, came no in work. and the door closed behind me. It's like a the walk-in freezer. Tim. All the walls are closing in on me. I don't know why Tim starts to sound a little more like Jimmy Stewart there, but I... <laughs> the walls, the walls are closing me. in. Some somebody's about to shoot that woman. Watching, um, but basement Tim uh, at two X. <laughs> he does not. Was, he's not becomes, pleased at that name. It becomes. <laughs> it's it's name. like bargain uh, basement Tim or. <laughs> but it becomes really apparent like the camera movement because the camera is just slowly moving oh, yeah. to one side and then it slowly moves back to the other and he has to keep his eyes on it the whole time and it's like this little exercise that he clearly has to do to keep the camera sure. in his eye line the entire time and it, it's pretty funny at 
at two X because it really it, it exaggerates how hilarious it is. Like this shot needs movement for no reason, so let's move the camera again for no reason, and it's funny. They also had a really big emphasis on like creative people using these products, which again yeah. it's pro aimed, so that doesn't shock me. But it is really again putting to the theory that like uh, you know the only people who really can take advantage of this are people doing super high end stuff. Um, it's not for you, like Dan, yeah, like me. <laughs> I did enjoy. I I laughed at the uh, you know the idea <laughs> for Dan to not edit the podcast. He's not editing. <laughs> it's true. Well, maybe once the mini's working, I can I can start editing the podcast. Ooh, well, okay. Throw it down. Uh, Where's that piece of paper? Well, I said twenty bucks maybe. Of paper. I keep track of I keep track of bets on. <laughs> Uh, but I enjoyed they're doing that. They did that challenge, right? Where it was like, how much can you do on a single charge? Uh, yeah. which I thought was interesting. I mean, you know, goes to the point that my they credit card was asking the same thing. power efficient. <laughs> yeah. And no, I mean, if, if, if that, I mean, I've talked before about how this MacBook Air's battery lasts iPad like, and it's amazing. So if the new pros can do something even more, that's great. Like that's, that is a killer feature, frankly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I would kill for it. <laughs> I have. Oh dear. And kill again. <laughs> yeah. I. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, day, listen, but day Dan, Lex and I know. <laughs> I know you've been debating whether you want to drop all the cash that it requires, but I have some help. Help is here. Oh, help is thank on the God. way. Are you, this episode this of the Rebound is brought to you. This episode <laughs> of the Rebound is brought to you by Rocket Money. Uh, say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money, and say hello to Rocket Money. The better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on, or that free trial that you never even used. And some people have forgotten to upgrade Rebound Prime, and they should do that. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you, so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Upgrade. And canceling subscriptions is as easy as a click of a button just find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and rocket money will cancel it for you <laughs> sorry, no more sorry, long hold bot. times <laughs> yeah. no more no more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth over three million people have used rocket money saving the average person up to 720 dollars a year so rocket money has lowered my uh as i mentioned I, I use them before they became a sponsor of this podcast uh but they they save me money on my uh cable bill every year my internet bill every year um and uh you know I, I do have a subscription to a vitamin product and uh it went up by three dollars a month and i think i'm going to cancel it and i was alerted to the three dollar price increase by rocket money so i'm saying the system works it really does uh stop throwing your money away save it for mac minis cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rebound. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-O-I dot com slash rebound. Rocketmoney.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Rocket Money for their support of this show and again for sticking it to Cablevision, yeah. my internet company. Somebody should. Yeah. So Dan, that's that's how you afford it. You, okay. you cut some subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it's time to ditch Paramount Plus. I can no longer afford Rebound Prime. We uh, we finally no. got rid of we finally got rid of uh, a credit card because the fee went we had an annual fee but it was Ooh. like uh, it was Alaska Airlines points um, and uh, I <laughs> we used to we used to bank with Bank of America which I hated um, because Barf. they're evil and <laughs> I finally divested ourselves from Bank of America and like two weeks later Karen comes home she's like oh I got an Alaska Airlines card and I was like oh no what bank is that. <laughs> 
with <laughs> it's Bank of America. Ah! Uh. So uh, at long last, we are free of Bank of America once again. I think the only well, well done. I think we have one card that has a annual fee, and it's my wife's from when she used to travel a lot more as a consultant. So it has like good points or whatever. I not I'm not in the points game. I don't play the points game, but <laughs> she is. She's deep into points. She's in the pocket of big point. I love the points no. game. Oh, boo! I'm I'm a cash back man. Give me the cash. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start flying a lot less. <laughs> I assume now that I don't have a. Uh, you know, a full-time job. <laughs> so I'm going to lose all those privileges. Do you not have but a right full-time now, man, job? You, you do not have to just... I mean, you, it seems like your job is still you? pretty I mean, full-timey. Yeah, right. It is pretty full-timey. I have a call right after this. Uh, but, full-timey. But, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, it's you know, people keep asking me, hey, are you going to go to such and such podcast conference? And I'm like, mm, it's much less interesting to go when I pay for the hotel and I pay for the oh, airport. Yeah. Welcome. Like, way less right. convinced. Yep. Uh, are you going to WWC? Yes. Nope. You could. <laughs> you can still write it off. I mean, that's right. It still work. <laughs> yeah, but writing it off doesn't make it free. Yeah, no, I know. I know Nobody that. ever gets that one. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. I'm very, very well aware of that. Yeah, I'm writing off that Mac Mini. That's for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> that does that mean I have to pay for it? Where is the? Where that's do I sign up for that subscription service? Mm. You sign up for that at prime.reboundcast.com. Wait a second. I just canceled uh, my membership. <laughs> well, you should, you should subscribe again because, one, you get to hear my first takes of trying to pronounce words, and you get a bootleg of every episode. You get a bonus episode every week. You get to join the Rebound Prime members-only Discord, and those members get discounts on our merch. There is you know, merch. If you haven't checked it out yet, at reboundcast.com slash merch. But you also get to submit questions that we answer on this very podcast, yeah. and we do have some questions if you guys are willing to answer them. <clears throat> well, I've got some answers. I am con- contractually obligated. Listener Zach Knox wants to know, what do you use your printer for? <laughs> this came up because yeah. we discussed printers and we were discussing them on the Discord. So what, do you, what are you all printing out there? Stuff. Um, return, <laughs> return labels. Is yeah, a return one. labels. Uh, yeah. I think that's probably, for me, that's probably the biggest um, thing that I print. Hank sometimes prints music, I think. He takes violin mm. lessons. Um, mm. And I believe he's, he's printing music. Karen um, sews, and so she's constantly printing out um, sewing patterns. Because you have to have the pattern to lay the fabric on. Um, so, Dude, so I, uh, I think mine's mainly yeah, like uh, random forms or yeah, return labels do come up every once in a while. I don't know. I don't print that for me. Much it's stuff. yeah, it's I occasional do doctor them. forms. Um, Lauren prints her lesson plan each week. The kids sometimes have to print something for homework. It's not often, but it happens. And uh, I guess when I'm doing puzzles. <laughs> If, if I want to write on them. Puzzles are a key printing demographic. Yeah, it's true. You print out like the crossword puzzles? Is that... No. Okay. No, but like Dan and I did the uh, MIT. The MIT one, hunt. yeah. Right. Okay. And you sometimes, sometimes you got to It can be handy. Uh, because yeah. let me tell you, I did try, uh, there was at least one puzzle uh, and our pal Jason Snell was doing it as well, uh, where Jason and I tried to use Freeform for a puzzle. <laughs> it went poorly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not Freeform's highest and best use. It, it, I mean, it feels like it should be uh, for the one that we were using it. Like, it, it worked okay. The biggest problem was like I was trying to share the screen via Discord with like other people who were helping us, but who didn't have access because you know they hadn't updated their iOS or whatever. And I was so I was like, all right, I'll launch Freeform on the Mac, 
Discord lets you stream your like share your screen. So I was sharing my screen, but then I was like drawing on it on the iPad, and it just kept every two minutes or so it would just crash on the Mac. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, at that point, I was like, well, this seems like maybe it's not quite ready for prime time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I, um, I have feelings about yeah, it. Other than playing with it when, I, when it first arrived, I have not really used it. It feels like a thing that could be it's useful, dumb. but it's really at this point so kind of limited in what it can actually do. Yeah. That it's it is a weird thing for specific. them to put together, and I don't understand exactly why. Well, I can see it as a custom, like, they've been so big in this collaboration space, right? Where it's like, all right, we're going to let you collaborate yeah. on your iWork documents and all this stuff. I feel like this was just a thing they felt like, okay, we need, like, a like a shared idea space or something. But it just, it lacks its full, like, you know utility mm-hmm. like it just there are things i keep expecting it could you know should be able to do and it doesn't so you know i i wanted to like embed um like a table right like you can do that in in, in um pages right you can just be like i i just want to put a table here like a basically like a little numbers table that's like a little mini spreadsheet and you can just embed it right in a pages document and i was like oh i'll surely i can do that in this you know f- blank canvas that lets me bring in all this different stuff it's like you can put in a spreadsheet but then it's just a thumbnail with a link to the spreadsheet and it's like well that's not really useful (laughs) so uh well some more questions um (laughs) mr e-man asks as someone who considers myself old, I have to admit I chuckle at the occasional ageism on the show. I don't know what you mean. Uh, which made me wonder, do you think technology companies are ageist, accidental or not? Or do you think old people just can't be taught new tricks? And by old people, I don't mean people who listen to technology podcasts, but the general population as a whole. Well, I'll tell them back I there. don't think technology companies are ageist. Um, I think that they are, uh, by definition, <laughs> you know, by, by business necessity, Technology companies can't just rest on their laurels, right? They have to keep on making new things or people will stop buying their things. Uh, so I do think that sometimes there are updates that are more for the sake of updates than because they actually make life better. Um, and I think that that can negatively impact folks who aren't interested in staying current. Not that they aren't capable, but they're just tired of it. <laughs> like yeah. I'm tired of it sometimes. I still have really, at the end of the day, no idea what stage manager is or why or how to use it like i know what it is but i've i haven't even tried it on my mac i tried it on my ipad it's like nope because i don't want to learn a new trick fuck you stage manager <laughs> i still use it on my mac mini um wow yeah because because that mac. machine has has like what how many jobs one two <laughs> two jobs basically it actually makes it a little bit that easier to hold down holds on two jobs um, yeah for it you know, I I don't I don't care for don't care for stage manager on the Mac. I feel like it, it's too much. I'm kind of with Lex on this. I get to me, it feels like too much relearning stuff that I already mm-hmm. knew how to do. And it's like I already yeah, had. Yeah. A, a well, I would not use it on my lap. I wouldn't use it on my laptop. I mean, I've got I do too much on my MacBook Air for it to be useful. I think I think it would weigh me down. Whereas, like on the like I said, on, on that machine that just does certain number of things, it is a decent way to shift back and forth um and not be bothered by stuff in the background when working on one particular thing see that's what i really end up using like spaces for basically which is yeah well that's the thing i could never get into (laughs) 
I don't I like used the way to, stink I used managers... them a long time ago. I think I used it like was were spaces was was uh what's that silver or Pathfinder? Was it Pathfinder? Oh. Did Pathfinder remember. implement spaces or did Apple do that before Pathfinder? I can't remember. Now. Um, but anyway, if you, years and years ago, yeah. I, I used spaces. Um, and then at some point, I think it sort of broke. Like it wasn't like windows were not sticking where they were supposed to be. Um, and then I just I just summarily gave up. I think for me, and I think I would probably yeah. benefit from spaces if I really put the time in. Um but every time I use spaces, I eventually get annoyed and like, nope, I need this back on my main screen again. Like, I'm fine. I just, that. I'm I've accepted who I very am. comfortable like creating and deleting them as I go throughout the day. So, because like in cases where I know, like, all right, I'm doing this task right now. Uh, let me drag these apps into this space. And then when I'm done, I'll just delete the space and I'll pop back to like the main space. So for me, that's what I like about being able to separate. I, I think from, you know, stage manager just wants you to have windows and, like drag them around and have a shelf and everything. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't do for me more than spaces already does. I don't find the experience better than spaces It's different. And if it gets more people into this, you know, as opposed to like people who weren't using spaces or spaces didn't work for them. Yeah, totally fine. Like I don't, doesn't no skin off my nose, but yeah. Listener me here asks, have you bought any single-use gadgets or appliances that made a noticeable difference in your day-to-day life? For example, a good toaster or a robot vacuum, etc. We, I mean, well, we, we, we do have a robot vacuum. The thing that I think of the most, though, is actually we bought, and it's actually, it's not for me particularly. I do use it occasionally, but we, I got a um, foot massager. What is it? A foot massager really? off of Meh, like a year and a half ago, or maybe even two or three. I can't remember now. But um, Karen uses that every single day. She loves to sit down at the at the couch. It's sitting at the couch in the living room and massage her feet. Okay, all right. Um, we don't have a robot vacuum, but we did buy one of those like cordless stick vacuums. It's not a Dyson; it's some other brand. Um, but it uh, it has been a big game changer because of the ability to just be like, I'm not going to drag out an entire you know, like heavy vacuum canister vacuum or whatever. Uh, I'm just going to like to mm-hmm. like clean up this mess. I'm just going to grab the stick vacuum and bam, there it's done. So that's, yeah, that's been a, that's been a nice improvement for sure. I might like one of those. Yeah. I, I guess yeah, yeah. like, I mean, I, I use my two single use things up single use appliances all the time or dedicated use appliances, the Keurig and uh, I don't even remember the brand, but I have like a blender um, that's, like the cup is the blender <laughs> where you oh, have yeah. that regular full size blender. blender thing. No, no not no, even no, that. Not it's better. like a, is it a, um, a ninja or? A, yes, it's yeah, a ninja. Yeah. So it's like the, you, you place the cup on top of the thing that's got the blade housing in yep. there and it just blends it up. And, uh, it, it saves space. Cause I have a smoothie just about every day, which is the number one way I get vegetable content into myself. And I love that thing. When I got it as a gift, I was like, why? I have a blender. Why are you giving me this? And now I love it and I use it every day. I mean, I wasn't a dick when I got the gift, but I was confused. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I have like no it. child. I really want a good robot vacuum, but I've never trusted that they would actually do a good job in my house. It's not. It's fine. You know, yeah. it, 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 I will say that it does a, like the spot clean thing, which is often useful for like when the dog is chewing up cookies and leaving little crumbs everywhere um you just pull it over and have it do spot clean and that works really well but for the you know i mean it's not 
diligent enough, I guess. Is that the right word? <laughs> does it um, work hard enough? Is that what you're saying? Well, well, it Do doesn't, it's not defined. The... Like it, it, it's it, always playing Minecraft. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> wandering, you know, it's constantly wandering. And then, and then of course it loves to get over the air vent. I mean, <laughs> it's like it'll spend a good half hour on the air vent. That's not helping. <laughs> Sorry, I, in I, my um, head, this vacuum is just like sitting over the airplane going, ooh, it feels so nice. <laughs> yeah, that's its foot massager. But the um, I the software that, I mean, not the software that Dan was playing with today, but the software that can transcribe podcasts, for example, can do it really fast. Like there's services out there where you can get a transcription of an hour-long podcast in like two, three minutes. And how that even works, I don't understand. But that's what I want from a robot vacuum. I can take a long time to vacuum my house. I want a robot vacuum that flies through the house insanely <laughs> fast and it's done in five minutes. Like that's what Have I want. I don't you need, need to take you need longer than me. You need something that will turn the house upside down and shake it. <laughs> yeah. Have you but the fact this, that it takes uh, longer than I do. This drone that flies around your house from a company that we won't name. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I've considered it. I did not take my opportunity to buy the robot. Uh, oh yeah. Whose name? I the forget. dog robot, whatever it is. It's, it's not, not a dog. dog. It's, it's, it's a little. It's, it's a little. It doesn't do friend. enough. Yeah. Is the problem? Like the, yeah. the little Alexa robot doesn't do anything. So yeah. I didn't get it. Uh, can I? Can I? Can I pause oh, for a second? Since I mentioned Matt, that um, I, I sent a link to this um to you guys it's a, it was that anchor charger thing um that was mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. that was on meh a couple weeks ago i got it and it's it's great i really like it so it's a little it's a little cylinder the top flips up and you ta- it's mag safe you attach your phone to it and then on the 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 part that is uncovered when you flip it up you put your airpods um case and it will charge mm-hmm. both and it's it's awesome i love it i'm a little sad to report that i actually just canceled my mess subscription this week because i saw was, i uh, did rocket money i don't i don't yeah i don't subscribe i don't buy enough of them to make that worthwhile yeah, there was a time when i was really enjoying it so i was uh buying enough that i felt like it made sense yeah um it's a lot of crap <laughs> it's a lot of crap and it was like never i went from november 3rd till whenever i canceled earlier this week to not buying anything i was like what the fuck am i paying five dollars a month for yeah if i'm never ordering anything so right. sorry man i'll pay for shipping again um, listener, uh, uh, Jeeber, Gaber, uh, asks without using the ask bot on discord. So I, but I did it for you. Uh, first question, what's your favorite animal? Favorite the chimp. Animal. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking orangutan. Oh, orangutan. That's a good answer um, too. I'm a fan of orangutans the... are probably a little better, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're more peaceful. So. Yeah. I'm a fan of they're loners. Uh, the, they're loners, uh, so. the red panda. Mm. At a zoo, I'm always going to seek out the elephants. I find elephants fascinating. And like, they said the same as about a, you. As a as oh, a pet, uh, humans here a, again. Oh no, that's not Fridman. <laughs> as, as, as a as, for pets, I'm a I'm a both a cat and a dog person. My whole life, I was just a dog person and uh, hated cats, and then I got cats, and I like them. So there you go. So you get anything? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. likes he loves all the animals. He loves Don't all like God's fish. creatures. Um. Here's one more question from the same uh, asker whose name I'm scared to pronounce, Jeeber. Uh, if Elon offered a free trip into space and back, would you go? No, absolutely not. No. 100% not with no. him. Not anything. I would not do anything associated with that man. Correct. Same answer. Um, if I thought there was a way that I could get him to stay in space, mm. I would like try to trick him. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'm running a little late, Elon. Uh, do you just get started without me? <laughs> I, I kind of I, I have like oh like, Elon you go I'll be there soon and then just wait I'm coming to space myself but don't leave just stay in space I'll be there <laughs> I'll soon. be there soon we'll have, see how long we'll you're have doing. nachos 
uh, uh, listener Yitz. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I don't even remember where I was going. <laughs> listener Yitz asks, anyone think, I like this anyone, <laughs> there's only three of us, anyone, any of the many of you think the Apple glasses might allow for a more immersive ex- exercise slash workout experience that Apple is uniquely positioned to unseat a competitor like Peloton or something like that. Well, so, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, I mean, immersive workout stuff has proved to be successful with stuff on the MetaQuest. Uh, they even bought a whole uh, company that did that. Was it Supernatural, I want to say it was called? Um, and I'm not making this up. It's you an actual that, thing. You love that show. <laughs> yeah, it's a show. It's a workout app where you kill demons? I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, and then I think they bought, didn't they buy Beat Saber too? Which also I think has been a really popular app. So I think there actually is, I think there's something there and it would surprise yeah. me greatly if there was not a Apple Fitness Plus component to mm-hmm. the the headset so that's where i think I'm you're it. i think you're right i think that is also correct but go ahead i, also I think it's a good call yes i i would i'm the only color i would throw in is like nintendo with the Wii had uh we fit mm-hmm. to try to gamify exercise a little bit i think that all the smart connected exercise devices including peloton but also some, many of their competitors and fitness plus it's not exactly gamification and it's not exactly immersive but it's it's adjacent to those things and i think that's intentional and can be motivating and rewarding so yes i think that it is a good fit for apple glasses i don't think it's the killer app for apple glasses i think it has fitness has largely proven to be one of the killer apps for the watch but uh, i think there are people who want glasses uh, and that kind of motivation when they exercise. And I think there's people who want full distraction, TV, whatever else while they're exercising. I think there are very few people who want to wear what seems like a somewhat bulky thing <laughs> while they're exercising. Like, I don't want to yeah. wear extra stuff yeah. and battery packs while I'm exercising. So I, yeah, the battery I, I can't imagine it's a killer. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the dystopian thing that I, that I thought up um, the, uh, to tie in the headset to the car is that the car is actually for a taxi service that is driven from people working at home using the headset. <laughs> <laughs> so is that better or worse than a self-driving car? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like really what if your internet goes well down? Works, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, right. The car That's, just drives I, off I, I'm worried. I don't want mm-hmm. this. <laughs> you should be. Yeah, no, I know. Unless it's also flying Elon to the space, in which case I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's a great taxi service that drives billionaires into space. <laughs> no, the, the worry is that, yes, the thing is, we need that more really taxi services. All the like lag, that. increasing lag, right, as they get further and farther away <laughs> from the planet. <laughs> I'd love to help you, but yeah. that problem solved. We're losing, itself, we're losing the I'm connection. Saying. Bye. And uh, finally, Joe Rosenstiel asks, um, how many Mac minis did Dan buy? The answer right now is zero. If you're talking zero. recently, it's currently zero. Um, yeah. I'll note Joe capitalized the M in mini. I don't know if discord honors Mac OS autocorrect, but if Joe, if you manually ensured that the M was capitalized after uh, Mac OS tried to prevent you from doing that, I, I salute you. <laughs> I also think that we should give a shout out given our enthusiasm for it in both our private text chain and in our discord, an incredible Jason Snell, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that popped up during this episode. Yeah, um, in response to uh, the Twitter dev account saying <laughs> that Twitter is enforcing its longstanding API rules, uh, at Jay Snow wrote on Twitter, "You are full of shit." Uh, 114 <laughs> likes and five retweets. So shout out to Jason. If I were still on Twitter, I would like it and retweet it. I I did like I, it. I did not. I retweet did it. like and retweet it. I'm doing it. 
I am amused by that because I, I mean, a Jason doesn't suffer fools, but I also feel like the yeah. barrier to overcome for him to actually make that tweet is, um, I'm just guessing that he's having a bad day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems it. a little bit it seems a little I mean, yeah he, uh, out of his uh usual character i guess yeah. i mean I don't my know. my interpretation is he's just really mad for his friends yeah because i know that he's a big twitterific fan yep. and likes those guys and i think he's just mad on their behalf right yeah, now. Right. i'm, I'm yeah. with him i mean i don't you know oh man it is Oh, I, I've got. I still have Twitter in a in a open in the a web tab, and apparently that has a uh, what is their thing? Bird, not bird mouse. It's the thing that's like their community notes feature, essentially. That's like oh, tell yeah. us whether or not this is actually accurate. Um, so there's one note suggesting third party Twitter clients are in, va- in violation towards developer policy. This is false. There's not never has been a rule prohibiting the use of API by third party apps, which is true. <laughs> so I yeah. nice. agree. I, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I very um, cheerily uh, deleted those apps like we talked about Dan doing at the beginning of the episode. And I'm, I'm missing it less every day. If I see a link to a tweet like Moltz sent this one to Jason's, I will click on there. And if I really like it, I will well, give it the heart. But that's Somebody it. Somebody I... elsewhere asked, I think it was not in our Discord, but I might have been in another Discord. Um, what the likelihood is of them re-enabling third-party app APIs for paying Twitter customers? Yeah. That one kind of <laughs> Yeah. The second the second I started thinking about it, it was like a little itchy thing in my brain where I'm just like, yeah, they're gonna try that at some point, aren't they? But I think the problem is a lot of the people who like the apps are gonna pay for it. So they're not gonna pay Twitter right. I mean, the, for it. They're gonna pay twice. Would I <laughs> right. Would I would I pay Twitter? Eight dollars a month, no. so that Tweetbot would work. No, no. Uh, a year ago, pre Musk, absolutely. Yeah. Now, right, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Not gonna yeah. I mean, and then, is that the best way to go about it? Just to <laughs> to cut it off and then say, oh, we'll bring it back. You pay for it now. I think that's called like, blackmail. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's more of like extortion. Yeah, yeah. nice timeline you got there. <laughs> yeah, mm. fuck Shame you. if it were to get algorithmic. <laughs> <laughs>